to NPL Legal Dish. This is uh, my Monday. Ooh, I forgot to take this lamp down. This is my <laughs> production difficulty <laughs> letter. Welcome, 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 everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal pop and celebrity news. Uh, if you are watching this for the first time or you're listening to the podcast and you're like, who's this lady on the internet? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPO Consultants Formation Firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, getting your articles of incorporation with the state, contracts so you don't get burned by partners and uh, clients, uh, basic brand protection strategy so people don't steal your business ideas and um, hiring policy so you don't get, don't get sued for discrimination. I help you set up all of these foundational steps if you're wondering how I'm qualified to help you do this. I'm so happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for almost 15 years uh, come January. Um, I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. Okay. So if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you've been in business for a little while, but you need some structure and you need a legal friend to help you get that structure, I'm the person that you want to call. You're going to go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm so that you can connect with me in a multitude of ways. Hello, 76 Grim K. At Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. Uh, you can also, uh, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. As And you can peruse my array of video trainings. I have lots of video trainings having to do with the business formation process, like how to get, like, I have my workshop on how to, showing you how to get an EIN number, my workshop showing you how to get a DUNS number, one showing you how to create an operating agreement. Um, so there's tons of stuff over at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. So that is how you connect with me. Hello, Key Craftique. Um, but that is enough about me. Let us get on to the show and how it works. Okay. So I think we have a lot of uh, OGs here. So y'all probably know, but just in case somebody new is watching out there, this is how the show works. I pull stories from the news, stories that my lovely followers sent to me. Y'all are so awesome about that. Uh, stories that I find on blog sites that I think would be interesting to us. And um, we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to participate. This is a time for you to get your questions and comments out as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, and it's it, it's a lot more fun when we all participate. Because y'all remember in school, you had the teachers who would just give lectures and you'd kind of sit there. And you had the teachers who would, you know, engage you. Hey, Deirdre, in conversation. So my... Goal here is to engage you in conversation, so I want you to participate, all right? Okay, so the first story that we are talking about tonight, you be missing me, girl. You know, y'all have the replays on YouTube. You can always find me on YouTube, all right? Um, first story that we are talking about tonight. Hey, MJ, I feel like I haven't seen you in a bit. How you doing? If you are a football fan, give me a football emoji. 
And this story is actually very timely because on tonight, actually, uh, this team that I'm about to start talking about, they're playing. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Buffalo Bills tonight. Um, and our story tonight, our first story has to do with the Buffalo Bills. So my football fans, please give me a football emoji. All right. Or they may be watching the game. <laughs> Who knows? Y'all know football. I'm Patriots all day. Home team. Like, that's it. Obed, thank you, 76 Grim K. Obed, I know you be repping you of Miami, but we're going to need you to pick, you know, an NFL team. You're a Pats fan, right? Uh, we're talking NFL, Obed, not, not college. I need an NFL team. And if you say anything but the Patriots, you are disowned as a family member. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So, 76 Grim K is a football fan. Obed's a football fan. I'm a football fan. Y'all know I love the Patriots. Bill Belichick, he's my coach. Tom Brady will always be my quarterback no matter where he goes. Yes. Um... But uh, the Buffalo Bills, you know, they have a very loyal fan base. Most teams do, right? Um, and the Buffalo Bills fan base, they basically made up the, a, a name for the group of Buffalo Bills superfans. All right, that's what I thought, Obed. Pats, Dolphins. Yes, Key Crab Teak Patriot is live. Yes. That's, see, my girl. All right. Um, so, you know... The the fans basically named themselves, and they started calling themselves the Bills Mafia, right? Um, and then it didn't it didn't come out of nowhere. There were a gentleman by the name of Del Reed was one of the originators. Where he sells teeth that have the word Mafia on it and a buffalo. Now it is not the Buffalo Bill logo, but it is a buffalo, and it says Mafia on it. So this was a term that was by um, the Buff Buffalo Bills fans, not the team. The fans themselves, right? So, um, here's where the issue is. The Buffalo Bills team has filed a trademark for the name that the fans have come up for themselves. They want to use it for athletic apparel and merchandise and caps and things like that. And it's kind of, you know, rubbing fans the wrong way. They feel like they're kind of being betrayed by their beloved team because if the Buffalo Bills are able to trademark, the, uh, you know, the Bills Mafia, that gives them control over who can use that term. And what if they decide, well, we don't want the fans using the term Bills Mafia anymore, not, not without at least dropping us a coin. Now, the Buffalo Bills have said that they're not going to prevent their fans from, you know, using Bills Mafia. They're just, they said that they're just trying to capitalize on this and make it bigger. But I want to know from you, like I said, tonight we're going to do a lot of introspective questions. That's what a lot of these cases kind of inspired for me. But what do you think about the Buffalo Bills team doing that? Because they didn't create the phrase Bills Mafia, though it refers to them, right? And they're trademarking it. Do you think that that was the right move for the Buffalo Bills or should they have left it alone and left it to the fans? What do you think about this? Um, now, the guy, Del Reed... He is, you know, cautiously optimistic. The, the bill said, you know, he can keep selling his T-shirts and things. Um, but what do you think about the Buffalo Bills trying to take ownership, legal ownership by trademark, of a phrase that was originated by their loyal fan base? Um, 76 Grimke said, they are being greedy and a big bully. Um, Keycraft Teak said they should have left it to the fans. Okay, so you guys think that 
They, um, they, they should have left it. Keycraft Teak said always about the money. Right. So you don't think that maybe this was a way of protecting the phrase, uh, you know, from being misused or anything. Does anybody think that it was a good idea that the bulls filed of, uh, uh, not the bulls, the bills, the Buffalo bills filed this trademark application for the name of their fan base, a name that they did not create, but it refers to them. Does anybody think this is a good idea? Anyway, I personally think that there should be some type of co-ownership of the trademark. Like they should, you know, let in, uh, you know, cut in the originators of the phrase into this trademark ownership because effectively the bills would be able to, to box them out. Yeah, they're okay with Del Reed selling shirts now, but what about down the road? They might change their mind. And if they own the trademark, they'll have the right to change their mind. So I think that they should, at the very least, allow the fans who created the phrase to have some type of ownership um, of the trademark. But that is what I think. Does anybody think that the Bills were right to do this? Nobody? Um, Deirdre Pollock said, it should stay with the fans, but legally they can take it. Absolutely, they can take it. Um, There is a big difference between the law and morals, right? The law is just kind of a set of rules that we all agree on. Morals is kind of, you know, those are the fundamental things that you feel. And the law and morals just don't always line up. I think this was kind of a shysty move by the team. But, you know, business is business, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, but good luck to them. I do hope that they allow the um, the fans to, to, to use the name, though, without repercussions. 76 Grimkay said it belongs to the fans. I think it does, too. Um... Deirdre Pollock said a trademark share is fair. I think so, too. I doubt that they'll do that, um, but, you know, we can only hope. <clears throat> All right. That was a quick one. On to our next story of the evening. Do I have any photographer? Hey, Nessie Todd. Y'all, listen. Let me take a pause out. So y'all know I've been trying to get uh, a, a logo done for the show. I did the poll in the in the comments I've been working with Nessie Time and her graphic design company, Rise of the Dawn. It has been so nice working with her. I went through two other designers before I found her um, and was like waiting for, you know, months. And the work that Nessie and I have been able to do in the last two weeks is really amazing. She's so responsive and timely. So if you need like a logo made or some type of graphic design, please go check her out. Okay. Nessie Time on Instagram. All right. Moving to our next story. My photographers, if you are a photographer, be that a professional photographer or you just like to take pictures on your iPhone or your cell phone, please give me a camera emoji. Give me a camera emoji. If you if you like to take photos, whether professionally or you just like you just want to take in your beauty on a daily basis, give me a camera emoji. Now, uh, I don't know if you saw my IG uh, story post the other day, this ring light has been making me show out and take pictures all day long. I just be like, click, 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 because it has a little remote that I can click to. You know, I can do my little poses and whatever. But yes, if you like taking pictures, oh, you're welcome, Nessie Time. Uh, give me a camera emoji. Y'all don't like taking pictures? Okay, thank you, Keycraftique. I got one camera. Um, Keycraftique. Can you name me a brand of camera? When you think of, you know, brand name cameras, top of the line cameras, what brand comes to mind? 
what brand comes to mind when you think of uh, professional cameras, brand name cameras, high-end cameras? Nikon. Yes, Key Crafty, you got the first one. Tonight, uh, Nikon is coming up in our stories tonight, okay? Now, um, this story is more of an opinion. I want to know what, what you think. All right, let me just give you the facts, okay? So there was an organization called Photo London. They had, uh, and they were doing a contest for photographers where you had, they gave you a theme, you had to shoot a picture, uh, and it was for a deal with Nikon and H&M. The prize, if your photo was chosen, was, was that you would get a one-to-one -one session at the Nikon School online, and you would, thank you, Deirdre Cannon, and you would also get a new Z50 camera. So this company says, hey, photographers, here's a contest. Take pictures of this. Thank you, Deirdre, for Nikon. Take pictures based on this theme, submit it to us, and if you win, you'll get a one-to-one -one session at our online photography school, and we'll give you a new camera. Now, it didn't stop there. To enter this contest, you also had to sign away your rights to the photo. So, hey, Sincere39, so if, so if I, let's just put it in concrete terms. So if I enter this contest and I take the photo and my photo wins, I have no rights to this photo. The photo belongs to Nikon and also H&M was a partner to this contest, right? Um, and they basically said, if you win this contest, we'll give you this class, we'll give you this camera, but we get to keep your picture and we get to use it however we want and we never have to pay you, okay? Um, now, this contest has since been taken offline, right? But essentially, in order to win the prize for this contest, you had to sign away, you were, you were going to have to sign away your intellectual property rights. Your copyrights to the photo would be zilch. <clears throat> well, not zilch, but you would at least, you would not be the sole owner. You would have to share it with H&M and Nikon. And I want to ask you guys, do you guys think that that is a reasonable trade-off for an online class and a new camera to sign away your intellectual property rights to your photography. Do you think that that is a fair exchange? Now, they're not offering, the, the, the prize for this contest wasn't money. The prize was a one-on-one -on -one photography class online with a new camera. Hello, Smith Legal Solutions. And in exchange for this, you sign away your rights to the photo that you took for the contest. So do you think that this was a fair trade? Even though this, this contest is no longer being done, it's no longer um, it's no longer available, if you are a photographer, do you think that this would be a fair trade-off? That for me to take this photo and you give me an online class and a new camera and I sign away my rights to the photo? Nobody has an opinion. Where y'all at? You got the Mondays? It works for you? Okay, so for some people, that might be fair. Uh, now, the article that I read, they kind of took took issue with, think about it. What if they, um, Deirdre Pollock said, no way. Because what if they take this picture and they use it for like, you know, let's just say some million dollar campaign. And you, 
Um, well, they gave you a theme. It had something to do with autumn. But the part, um, the, the partnering companies for this contest were Nikon and H&M. So, ostensibly, this picture could be used for H&M editorials, you know, in, in advertisements for H&M, or for Nikon to, 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 um, excuse me, demonstrate the power of their cameras. Uh, I don't know if the class was for beginners. It just said a one-to-one session at the Nikon School online and they were giving you a new z50 camera i don't know what that means in terms of photography because i am not a photographer um but uh you know was it fair to ask people to sign away their intellectual property rights to the, a picture that might you know that might win them a free class online um 76 grimke said no not fair i don't think it was fair either i think if they were offering some type of monetary prize it would have been fair, but you're basically offering me an online online class and a camera. No, or uh, give me some money. Um, yes, sincere thirty nine. That H and M. Um, they still out here thriving. Um, Nancy Time said it's not, but every company I worked at made us do that. We only got lunch. Now that I'm in business, there's no way I could pay people every time I had a new advertising. Right? Okay. Rondi said, no way, I'd rather the exclusive right. So Nessie Time, she is in, you know, the image business. So she knows how it works. And she said that's that's the usual um MO. But you know, now that she's doing things on her own, she sees it differently. Uh Sincere 39 said, Is it a fifteen hundred dollar camera? I do not know. Let me see if I can find out. So, can somebody Google the Z fifty? Nikon camera and see how much that camera is, please. Now, most of you are saying that you would not sign your life away. Sincere39 said that he would. Um, but I, for me, I just think that if I'm going to sign my intellectual property rights away, you're going to have to give me more than a class and a camera. You're going to need to give me some cold, hard cash because I don't know what you're going to do with that photo. Um... Uh, Sincere 39 said, I say take it for the camera. May not win anyway. Okay. And th and that is a valid opinion. Some people might be like, you know what? I can always take another picture. Any other comments? Any other comments? All right. Did anybody find out how much the, the, the Nikon Z50 camera is so we know how much this camera is worth? Obed said $1,500. Okay. So now we can put a dollar amount on it. Can a free online, is a, is signing away your intellectual property uh, rights worth a free online class and $1,500? Thanks, Cynthia39. So, is, so is, it, is it worth it to sign away your intellectual property rights to your art for an online class and $1,500? Is that a good deal to you? 76 Grim K said, definitely not. Keycraft Teak said, also, Nikon and H&M are huge companies. They can still afford to pay someone and give a camera. Okay, yeah, those, those, those are very big companies. So this does seem kind of like a cheap, you know, um, a cheap prize. But uh, they, uh, I think they realize the error of their ways because the contest is no longer valid. But I wanted to bring this to you guys and find out what you thought about the original terms. Because I thought I thought it was like, y'all are really trying to, like, rob people. Anyway. But, uh, moving on. 
Moving on. Uh, before we move on to our final story of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend to help you, you need somebody to be like, hey girl, here's the form that you need to fill out. Hey girl, you need to get an EIN number. Hey girl, you need to open a business bank account. I'm the person that you want to call, okay? I am a licensed attorney with a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. So go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book yourself a free consultation with me, okay? I'm waiting to hear from you. All right. Moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, so is any was did anybody here ever watch wrestling growing up or watches wrestling now? Like, you know, WWE or when I was growing up it was WWF. Who are the hot wrestlers in my day? The big ones were The Rock, The Undertaker, Rikishi. Uh, Hulk Hogan. All those people, okay? Since it, hold on, we got to go back to the camera one. Um, since it's not said the payment is in the class and the camera you receive, it's not always a monetary payment. Right, but I'm saying it's $1,500 enough. Um, okay. Since it's nine liked wrestling growing up, Key Crafty said yes, the OGs, right. Okay, now. WW the, the 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 world wrestling whatever you want to call it now it has evolved it's it's you know its own thing and they are very proprietary about intellectual property most of the wrestlers the big wrestlers that you see from you know the wrestling world their names are owned but their, their wrestling names are owned by the WWE. And every time they use that name, they have to cut the WWE a check. So perfect example is Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was the Rock on WWF. And when he started, you know, becoming an actor, he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And to now he's just Dwayne Johnson. He does not need The Rock. But every time he used The Rock, he had to cut WWE a check, right? But he has made it to the point that he doesn't need The Rock name anymore. His name by itself is, you know, its own thing. But WWE, they are very adamant about protecting the names of the characters that the athletes uh, represent on there. And they are always filing trademarks for names. Always filing, like... I think I don't talk about most of the wrestling stories that I find, but almost every other day there's trademarks being filed by the WWE for some wrestling group or name or something. Um, but apparently the WWE skipped a step when they filed their applications. Uh, apparently they had filed for about 74 different names with the USPTO. And the USPTO said, no, no, girl, because you did not get the permission of the actual wrestlers that these names represent. So the WWE basically said all of all of our wrestlers basically took all the names of the wrestlers and tried to mass trademark them. And the USPTO said, you need to make sure that they sign off on this first because you can't just trademark the athletes' names. You need to get their permission. Um, so their applications have been halted until they can get the permission. Um, Sincere 39 said, is this about McMahon taking, uh, I don't know anything about that, uh, Sincere 39, but I might have to check on it. Um, but yeah, but what do you think about that? Now, 
when you when you come into the wrestling world, sometimes you come with your own character, sometimes you don't, right? Do you think that the WWE, if they give you a character, should they be able to have ownership of that name, right? Should they need to get your permission to trademark that name? Because the USPTO's issue with these applications was that these people who are using these names, they actually already exist. It's not like you're trademarking these names for future WWE characters. These are people who are embodying these characters now and portraying them on a regular basis, right? So, do you think that the WWE should have to get the permission of the athletes to trademark these names that they are using in the WWE fights? I told you, today is, I, I, today is all about your opinions and what you think. Because we, we have to sometimes reconcile what is legal with what is right. Um, Sincere39 said, remember China? She tried to keep that name and lost in court. She did try to keep that name. She did. Um, Deirdre Pollock said, do they have to pay Dwayne Johnson back as when? No, they do not. Because wherever he used the name, that name was owned by the WWE. So he doesn't use the name now, so he doesn't have to pay them. But if he decides to use it in the future, that name does belong to the WWE. Um, Sincere39 said they've been doing it. They have, and apparently the USPTO is has had enough. They said, you know, enough is enough. Uh, you need to get these players permission before you're trademarking their stage names, right? Um, but yeah. Any other any other comments? Because that was our last story of the evening. Y'all good? Y'all good? All right. So we do have a few minutes uh, before we have to end. So this is your time for Q&A. If you have, hold on, I have some comments here. Since the other night said, that is why when you call him The Rock, he will say Dwayne Johnson. Absolutely. Dwayne Johnson will not let you call him The Rock because if he lets you call him The Rock, he owes the WWE a check and The Rock wants his money. All right. So uh, as we are closing out for the evening, uh, if you have questions, let me know and I'll stay on and answer them. Otherwise, um, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. You guys uh, were great in your commentary and involving yourselves in the discussion. I really enjoy being on here with you. Um, uh, where was it? Yes. Go to, make sure you go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, subscribe to the YouTube page and to the podcast, please. Um, key craft said, I think if they made their own character, they should keep the name. I think so too. Um, Dr. Obed Magni said his IG is at the rock. Is it? I'll have to check after. I thought it was Dwayne Johnson. Anyway. Um, that's interesting. Okay. I'll check that out after the show. I swore it was uh, Dwayne Johnson. Anyway, but um, yes. So we're going to close out for the night. Thank you guys so much for your participation. Thank you for your energy. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow with more stories. If you find anything, please, please, please be sure to send it to me. I love it when you guys send me stories. Um, and I will talk to you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.